we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You guys really are like the hip-hop, early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular, urban radio show in America. Live from the Black Mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all. Be blessed, I love y'all. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches! I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just gonna get you in trouble. Everybody wake up! Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne's running a little late, and it's Monday! That's right, it's Monday, back to the work week. 
If you're in the tri-state area in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, the weather is disgusting. And not only that, the UN is in town. So it's a gridlock alert day, which means that it's going to be extra traffic. You got to give yourself extra time. And the president is in town. So there's a lot going on in New York. So traffic is crazy early. So Charlemagne got caught up in that traffic. So he'll be here in a second. Uh, let me salute to everybody in Harlem. Drop a bomb for Harlem. Over the weekend, uh, me and my family got a chance to, uh, I guess we hosted the premiere and screening of Paw Patrol movie, the new movie that's coming out on the 29th. And uh, we did it only for the first responders. So if you don't know what Paw Patrol is, it's a bunch of uh, dogs that are uh, like superheroes. They're like police officers, firefighters, everything. And they go and they save the world. Kids love Paw Patrol. Uh, but we were able to do a screening just for the first responders, which was pretty cool. We did it at the Magic Johnson Theater out in Harlem. So that was pretty dope. It was a dope move. My kids loved it. Had an amazing time. So salute to them and then after that we went to the HBCU NY Classic game Albany State versus Morehouse great game so many people in attendance I seen Anthony Anderson I seen uh, uh, former uh, Giant Tuck uh, so many people were there uh, it was just a great game it was great to see everybody from different uh, HBCUs and fraternities and sororities people are bringing their kids and their grandparents so shout to Albert, shout to everybody involved in that HBCU NY Classic. It was just a week of events. If you really want to know about an HBCU or thinking about putting your child or you're thinking about going to an HBCU event, that is definitely an event you want to check out because it's not just a game. They had step shows. They had band challenges. Uh, challenges. Uh, Big Daddy Kane performed uh, halftime. They have financial literacy courses, career day where they give scholarships away. It was a lot going on. So again, salute to... Uh, Everybody involved with the HBCU NY Classic. All right. Now let's get the show cracking. Toya and Regine will be joining us this morning. They have a new show, a new reality show on Wii. We're going to be talking to them about that. And then front page news with Teslin Figaro is next. Charlemagne will be here in a minute. So don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club on BET. Oh, this is Drake. OVO. OVO. Eli. This is Drake Scissor. Like it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Drop a bomb. Somebody All right. That was Drake Scissor. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, let's start off with sports. Now, last night, the Ravens beat the Bengals. The Colts beat the Texans. The Seahawks beat the Lions. Buccaneers beat the Bears. The Chiefs beat the Jaguars. The Bills beat the Raiders. Uh, the Falcons beat the Packers. Titans beat the Chargers. 49ers beat the Rams. The Cowboys beat the Jets. My Giants are on a winning streak. It might be only one game, but we on a winning streak. They beat the Cardinals last night, 31-28. They came back. They were down 20-nothing by the half. I thought it was a wrap. I ain't even going to front. Uh, Commanders beat the Broncos, and the Dolphins beat the Patriots. And also, we got a salute to primetime Deion Sanders' team. Yeah. Colorado Buffaloes beat the Colorado State Rams 43-35. Congratulations. They're on a three-game winning streak. Salute to them. Mm-hmm. Morning, Tez. Good morning, DJ. And I was just gonna say, you're not gonna talk about prime time. Of course, of course. I was out, out watching it, and uh, you know, he said a couple of weeks ago that the, he thanks the hood for having his back. Yes. And you go watch it, you know, on the sports bar, black sports bar. I'm telling you, it's just all the way turned up. It's an event. Yeah, it was so, a late, it was a late game this week, but yeah, it was. Yeah. I love to see everybody going out there and supporting. I seen Master P at the game, Little Wayne. I seen mm-hmm. Offset. I seen Key Glock, and a, a bunch of people did out going out there to support him. So it's it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Let's jump right into it. Now, let's talk about this huge strike against these uh, big three automakers. 
Yeah, we were waiting on this uh, on Friday, Friday at midnight. The United Auto Workers historic strike uh, started. It's been going on now for about four days. Let's take a listen to the report, and I want to give you some more information on the other side. United Auto Workers walked off the job at three plants belonging to the nation's big three automakers. We mean business, you know. It's time to make a higher wage. Facilities in Missouri, Ohio, and Michigan, the first targets of the UAW strike, beginning one minute after their labor contract expired with Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. It's about getting their share and our share of economic justice. Yeah, so what, what are they asking for in these negotiations? What, what is the, the, the biggest concern? Yeah, and, you know, like so many others uh, strikes that we've seen this year, it always, you know, comes down main one to pay. Uh, so they're asking for a 40% increase in pay, four-day work week, uh, pension for hourly uh, employees. And right now, uh, DJ Envy, they're only earning about $500 uh, for strike pay. So when mm-hmm. folks are on strike, it's not like they get their regular pay. So they're willing to, uh, you know, basically lose pay in order to take this stand. So big deal particularly in detroit um for those who are in detroit you know call in during uh during uh get it off your chest because i really want to see how this is impacting uh detroit and the economy there uh but when we talk about how it's affecting the economy uh they say that it's not likely to push the nation into a recession at least you know where it is now but the ultimate impact will depend on how long the strike lasts uh it depends on how many companies lay off workers how long they stay off the job how long it's going to take to negotiate a deal um but to give you an example right now if they strike for 10 days it would cost the economy five billion dollars yeah. and that's only with about twelve thousand people striking dj envy uh there are over one hundred and forty-six thousand employees that could strike uh so this could certainly be a major impact but the uaw president who you just heard uh, he said that they're not going to wreck the economy he said this is about wrecking the billionaire economy but economists disagree they said that this will definitely you know depending on how long it'll last it could definitely make a difference yeah, I think it's very scary. I think when, when you have people striking, when this economy is already in bad shape, people are already mm-hmm. living check to check. Uh, the prices of gasoline is going up. The prices of food is going up. How could these people survive if they're taking, you know, if they're striking, if they're taking days off, if they're not getting paid? How can they, you know, pay for, you know, tuition and, and health care and, and, and making sure mm-hmm. that they're babies and babysitter? And then not only that, you know, a lot of people, they're not going to be able to make cars. So how does that mm-hmm. affect these these car manufacturers as well? Because people won't be, they're not going to wait for Ford. They're not going to wait for GM. Mm-hmm. They're going to buy uh, some of these foreign cars, whether it's mm-hmm. a Honda, whether it's a Toyota, whether it's, you know, somebody in competition with Ford, GM, and, and those other brands. So I just wonder how this helps the, this, this, the, the economy. It's definitely going to hurt. Yeah, and you and you and you also bring up an interesting point because um, when we talk about the strike uh, with the uh, actors in Hollywood, this also creates an opportunity for AI to get more involved, right? You know, and start replacing folks. And so when you're taking that chance to say, "Hey, do we, you know, take a strike because we're willing to push the line," but also, you know, knowing that you could be risking the position in itself. But I'm I am in support of the strike. I am in support of uh, the auto workers and any you know uh, American that feels uh, you know they need more. Right. from their work. I just want to give um, just a couple of just FYIs uh, as I was digging into the story uh, about the strikes. And I'm glad you brought up medical. I'm going to talk about some medical uh, debt in the second hour. Uh, but right now, and Dr. Cornell West brought this up, Envy, uh, when we had him on the on the air, you know, saying if everything's going so well, why are there so many strikes? So for right now, we've had just this year long, uh, Hollywood, uh, writers, nurses, factory workers, Starbucks, thousands of workers mm. uh, have went on strike and even um, threatened to go on strike by UPS. I think it was a 300 
thousand employees said they were going to go on strike. So so far this year, there's been nearly four hundred and sixty thousand workers that have walked off the job at some point just this year alone. Uh, and it's been the highest since 2018. So wow. a lot is happening and we can keep pretending like all is well, but all is not well. You know, if, if we're having this many strikes, I think it's over 270 strikes or something like that just in this year long. Wow. All right. Well, that is front page news. Mm-hmm. Now, get it off your chest. Tess, we'll see you in a couple minutes. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Maybe your coworker is a little late. Maybe your favorite football team didn't win over the weekend. Whatever it may be. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and he'll tell you what it is. We live. Hello, who's this? It's Ping, man. King, what's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Yeah. You've been doing a uh, car show for, what, six years? About five years, I think. Five years. And you say you love 757 so much. I do. You never bought a car show to 757. Yeah, I know. I know we've been, we've been we've been trying to to, to to figure it out and work it out. So the problem with the car show in the seven five seven is just getting the right time and right date and trying to find the right venue. Because you know I do my car shows indoors, so if it rains or if there's any any anything with with Mother Nature, we can still have the car show because it, it it costs a lot to bring the car shows down there with the the kids rides and things like that. We're trying to get the perfect venue. We were looking at the Hampton Coliseum at one time, but we trying, brother. We trying. I was trying to do it around homecoming one year. I'm trying. I swear I try. Seven five seven. We need a car show. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get it done, brother. Yo, this pain from P Town. What up? I'll be down there for Hampton Homecoming this year, though. Definitely. That's what's up. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? This is Noah. Good morning, DJ Envy. How you feeling? No, what's up, man? Get it off your chest, brother. Man, I'm just hung over this morning. You hung over? What you did last I night? I was watching football at the bar. Next thing you know, I just wanted to have a couple beer. Next thing you know, I'm dipping into the tequila shot. Man. Man, and you got work this morning? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to work right now. It feels horrible. Oh, man. All right, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get it together. Yeah, I guess I got to get together. Have a good one, DJ Ambe. Where's Charlemagne? Yeah, he, he just walked in. All right, tell Charlemagne I said what's up. What up, brother? What's up, man? I right, know. Get your Have ass to work. Have a good day, guys. All right, brother. I will. See ya. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is uh, your boy, Dingo. Hey, what up, Dingo? Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, well, it's my freaking birthday, man. I just wanted to say happy birthday to me. Well, happy birthday, brother. Happy born day, Dingo. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, I appreciate it, I appreciate it. Hey, Charlamagne, you made it in on time, bro? You said what? You made it in? You was a little late. Uh, I mean, I didn't make it in on time, but I made it in. I'm here. Oh, okay. I okay, am here. here. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, hey. I appreciate y'all for picking up on me. I was a little different. Y'all just picked up. I wasn't even expecting that. But You ain't got nothing planned for your born day, man. I know it's Monday. You nothing, but, nothing planned. You know what? To be honest, bro, I had a crazy weekend. I had to get the whip fixed. So that kind of messed up my parts a little bit. But I'm going to turn up this weekend, though. And, uh, you know, when I get paid. So I ain't tripping. Okay. All right. Have a good one, dude. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Hello. Who's this? Yeah, this is Brendan. What's up, Brendan? Get it, on your ch- get it off your chest, brother. Yeah, man, look, I'm one of those auto workers y'all talking about, man. Uh, we not on strike yet, but, you know, we willing to if we have to. I ain't mad at you. 
They said hey, 12, I'm over here at Stellantis. They said 12,000 people are on strike today, so they, you're not on strike as of yet? No, not as of yet. We actually working without a contract currently. And what's the, what's the most important thing that you really want, brother, that you're asking for? The most important thing that I want is, you know, better pay. They've been making billions of dollars on our back. You know, I need a better work-life balance. I got two little girls I'm raised. I know you can sympathize with that. Yep. Do what you got to do, my brother. All right, brother. All right, so I have a Now, Brandon, I want to ask you too, right before you go. So, if you do strike and the strike takes, uh, you know, 10, 20 days without getting paid, I- I'm sure that'll affect a lot of you guys with paying bills and health care and, 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 you know, babysitters and, and all that and education, correct? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, real quick before I go, mm-hmm. can I shout out my wife? Of course. Of course, King. All right, yeah, so uh, Monarch Nails LLC on Instagram. Uh, everywhere, really. Well, I got to check her out. She called out here. Okay, brother. Have a good one. Peace, King. All right, you too. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wait. Wake up! Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jay from VA. Jay from VA. What up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, just want to talk about something that is like nonpartisan or something that's interest to both parties about the border crossing. Okay, talk to us. And what's, what's interesting about that is that I'm not talking about building wall and all the other talking points that come up. The fact that remains is that we have a lot of people that make it across that haven't been vetted, as we already know. But what hasn't been seen to be talked about very much is the fact that we have a lot of people that are coming through that are on terrorist watch list that haven't been talked about quite a bit. And if you know your history, you talk about sleeper cells. We had those since back in the 50s or whatever, when you have people who were born, went home and saw police in a family house. And they learned at that point, their parents weren't American citizens, they were Russian spies. And even though they were citizens because they were born there, their parents weren't. That's a real issue. And the one thing that we probably would have that would be in our defense when they decide to make a move would be a properly armed individual or citizenry. And we're in a situation now where we have some terrible issues going on with gun violence, and I absolutely understand that. But we're in a situation that if our guns get taken away from us, we won't be able to protect ourselves from the things that happen locally. Why do you think your guns are getting taken away from you? I don't think that my guns are going to get taken away from me. I understand oh. the Second Amendment, and I know that that's not going to happen. I'm just saying that just you can't get your rights taken from you, but you can get yourself coerced in a situation where you vote for that to happen. Like, look at the news right now. We have a mayor in, uh, I want to say, New Mexico that's twice went against the the Constitution as well as the state's constitution itself with different ways to try to keep people from getting armed. But when you look at, when you truly look at the stats, some of the things you're trying to prevent are things that are that are laws that are being broken already as it is. So our concern is the children, and I understand that. But when you look at the crimes that are committed, with the violence that's being committed, it's by laws that are being broken anyway. So she's coming up with new laws that she's a herself admitted won't be followed. So you're basically saying you want to vote this person out. Are you in New Mexico? No, I'm from VA. Oh, okay. All right, brother. What's going on? I'm confused. Well, he just get things off his chest. Sometimes he just got to get things off his chest. That's all. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Leek. Leek, what up? Get it off your chest, Leek. 
I'm telling and telling, man. Hey, I'm doing my pre trip on my truck. I'm about to hit the. Uh, let me get that out of the way for you. All right, all right. Blow the horn. Well, what's up, brother? Get off your chest. Do what I wanted to say. I wish y'all the man was here. I'm here. I'm here, brother. Oh, what's up, man? Peace, King. And the doctor was here about, was on y'all show like about two years ago. I feel like y'all did it my hard time. You talking about uh, Carl Hart? Really? I forgot his name. Yeah, that's the doctor, Carl Hart. The one that was with the, uh, using the drugs and testing the drugs? Yeah, like, like, this is what I want y'all to know, bro. I know y'all not really the move. But people really be tuning in, like in time of, you know, people be listening to that. People really listen to that. So, and y'all was like looking the man off. It probably made a lot of people be like, you know, agree with y'all. No, but that's really, not true. I think I I, like I, I, I just I just think it's a conversation. It's a debate. Like you know, uh, Doctor Carl Hart, right, right, Doctor right. Carl Hart feels one way. We feel another way, mm-hmm. and we had a conversation about it. You know, it, it's, yeah. It's, y'all still feel like that though? Huh? Y'all feel like you like I'm saying? Do y'all feel like? You still feel the way you felt then? I think that uh, a lot of the things that Dr. Carl Hart does is 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 and is, 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 is pushing for is necessary. I can see the, I can see what he I can see where he's coming from. Oh, okay. That's what I really wanted to like hear from because I felt like y'all was just shutting him out totally, like just all the way shutting him out. But he did have some valid points. Yeah, you know, he, he was supposed to he, like, he was supposed to be here earlier this year or a couple of months ago. I don't know what happened. Though. He was supposed to come back up here. Yeah, y'all should do that, man. Get him up there. But, man, y'all keep doing what y'all are doing, bro. You know, we really proud of y'all. Keep going. Thank you, brother. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we, when we come back, we got your rumor report. Uh, we got some breakups in, in, in the music industry. We'll tell you all about it. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk breakups. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we're on the breakfast club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. All right. Now, uh, in some sad news, Tiana Taylor and Amon Shumpert split after 10 years together. I thought we knew that already, though. That was behind the scenes, sir. Oh, all right. Now, uh, she announced on Friday that uh, not too much on my bestie. In all fairness, Iman and I are separated and have been for a while. To be a thousand percent clear, infidelity ain't one of the reasons for our departure. We are still the best of friends, great business partners and are one hell of a team when it comes to co-parenting our two beautiful children. Most importantly, we are a family. And in the 10 years together, seven years married, we ain't ever played with or about that. Why did uh, T.T. feel the need to put that out there now? Like, what what, what, what did the... I guess, I guess people were talking different narratives, saying that it was cheating involved, and she just wanted to clear it up. Well, they, was, one of up. them got seen with somebody or something? I'm not sure. They didn't oh. say. Oh, okay. But you remember uh, we spoke about... Um, I don't remember who it was, talking about their relationship and, and was saying that they, they have a relationship and don't worry about what they're doing, so I guess she just wanted to clear it up for herself and Iman. Well, salute to TT and Iman, mm-hmm. always. Now, also, Jeezy files for divorce from Jeannie Mai after two years of marriage. And black women rejoice. Black women was <laughs> dropping clues bombs all across the <laughs> country <laughs> when that news came out. Man, black women were so happy about this. What? Are what? What are you talking about? Black women like, welcome back. Like, you ain't. I, they were going crazy. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that. But uh, Jeezy filed to end his marriage on Thursday in Georgia Superior Court of Fulton County. The filing says the marriage of the parties is uh, broken and there is no hope for uh, getting back together. And black women are like, come on home, Jeezy. 
They want Jeezy to get a nice colored girlfriend and drop a new mixtape called Black or Die. Yo, okay. shut up, G. Followed by an album called Black uh, Black Love Motivation 101. I'm telling you right now, these sisters are excited that this is happening. Ah, Jeezy seeking joint legal custody of their daughter, uh, according to the divorce documents. And that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. The two had a prenuptial agreement that Jeezy expects will be enforced. So uh, salute to Jeezy and Jeannie Mai as well. And lastly, uh, Diddy was doing an interview with Carisha, and they were talking about uh, their life in the bedroom. How many rounds you be going? You know. The people don't. You you know though. I know, but the people don't. Okay, so, so we'll I'm, I'm exit for the people. <clears throat> we'll stay in some. We'll stay in some. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> <laughs> On which yacht? This I'll go to sleep. <laughs> I'll be like, God damn. <laughs> I'm say y'all stuff. For real, for real, for real. I really thought that I was going to like make him tap out. Like, I really thought he was going to be being off no chance. This don't go to sleep. <laughs> like, I'll be like, nigga, go to sleep. <laughs> you got to be energized. Like, a, you got to be charged up like a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> when you going off the grill with me, you got to go to sleep for a week. Yeah, because it's, it's definitely giving us sleep. That's that old man scrimp. <laughs> People think old man scrimp uh, is just about fighting, but it's about fornicating too. Diddy better than me though, because there's no way I'm having those types of conversations with women publicly, and I got daughters old enough to hear it. That's true. I, no, nah. I got too much stuff I got to explain now from ten years ago. I ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> having these conversations now, you crazy? But definitely uh, pick up the album if you haven't. Of course, they won't. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. C.J. will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. 
Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., Only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify has made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses. Helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Apple Music promoting the album all uh, Friday long, and that's when that interview came out. Did you get a, did you get a chance to ride with the album? Of course, man. Listen, I, I told y'all last week when Diddy was here, this album is special, man. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to the Love album all weekend. The Love album off the grid is a very, 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 very special album, and it's only because Diddy knows how to make R&B music. He knows how to produce. He knows how to produce, and Absolutely. I love hearing him uh, with these younger artists. I want to see more of that. I want to see, when it comes to R&B, I want to see more of the older people who actually know how to make R&B working with this generation of R&B artists. Correct. And I want to see uh, younger uh, younger producers doing what uh, they did with what Hit Boy did with Nas. Yep. But I also want to see older hip hop producers working with certain um, uh, younger hip hop artists. I would well. love to hear that. Th- those sounds. Like, I would love to hear. Like uh, Havoc Pre- and Jake Hold. Primo, um, Just Blaze. I-, I would love to hear those. With the, those. With the, with the right, with the with right, right younger young. artists. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I definitely would love that. You know, people forget, you know, Diddy has done so much when we could go back and talk Joe to see. We could talk Mary J. Blige. We can go as recent as oh Burner Boy. You I know, saw, I saw some stupid little young boy on social media say this weekend, um, look at Diddy trying to do an R&B album. So when he go up against Jermaine Dupree, he'll have more R&B records. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, clearly you don't know the catalog no. of, uh, of Sean Combs. No. Clearly you don't. Not at all. To make a statement like that. All right. Well, his, his original bag was R&B. Yes. That's before the hip hop. Yeah, before the hip hop. His original bag was R&B. That's what right. are you talking about? Jodeci, Mary J. Blige, do your Googles. Good, do your Googles. 
All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Teslin Figaro will be joining us. And Toya and Regine will be joining us next hour. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Let's start off with sports. Now, last night, hopefully your NFL team won. My my team is on a, a winning streak. The Giants beat the Cardinals 31-28. Cowboys beat the Jets 30-10. 49ers beat the Rams 30-23. The Titans beat the Chargers. Bills beat the Raiders. Falcons beat the Packers. Chiefs beat the Jaguars. Buccaneers beat the Bears. Colts beat the Texans. Seahawks beat the Lions. The Ravens beat the Bengals. Commanders beat the Broncos. And I hope you all know that on Sunday, February 11th, 2024, the Dallas Cowboys will be playing in that game. Okay? What game? I don't know who we're going to be playing, but on Sunday, February 11th, 2024, the Dallas Cowboys will be in the Super Bowl. You only playing in that game. Hey, yeah, y'all, y'all, don't, y'all, y'all don't have eyes. Now, I know oh, every year. Goodness. I know every oh, year. You say you this know, every year. Yes, but if you, you're you not paying attention, if you don't realize how elite our defense is. When, Mike, when Michael Parsons says that we got the best defense in the league and that they're not going to allow nobody more than 10 points against them, I believe him because that defense is elite. Oh my god. Elite. I've heard this every year. No, no, you don't. Yes, you, do. you, ain't see, you, don't, you don't see defenses like this, but every so often. This is one of those elite defenses. People know what I'm talking about. When you think about those old Baltimore Ravens squads, them old New York Giants defenses, them Chicago Bears 85 defenses, this one of them. All right, you guys are not going anywhere February 11th, but we got to congratulate the Colorado Buffaloes, Dion Primetime. They beat the Colorado State Rams 43 to 35. They were uh, they were on a three-game winning streak. So I am a proud I am a proud bandwagoner of the uh Colorado Buffalo. I am mad at you, me okay? too. Okay. Proud <laughs> bandwagoner. And all you Negroes, don't think that we forgot how y'all was slandering Dion when Dion left Jackson State. <laughs> like with like, a lot of y'all out there celebrating, got your pom-poms out now. But y'all sure had a lot to say when he left Jackson State. That's true. Mm-hmm. Now let's get right into it. What up, says? What's going on? Did you say your team was on a winning streak? Yes, one game winning streak. That's what I said. Because <laughs> winning streak means like back-to-back, though, right? One game winning streak. One game. <laughs> if, if he's buying his tickets for the Super Bowl already, my team could be on a, a winning streak. I'm, I'm buying my tickets because my daddy told him to buy, told me to buy them because I got eyes. This defense is different. Dallas Cowboys defense different. And we on a We got to look up the definition of winning streak because winning streak means back-to-back, not just <laughs> one win. <laughs> one game winning streak. We all right. Now let's jump right into it. Let's talk about this uh, Georgia Church and what they did. Yeah, stand on it, DJ Envy. I ain't mad at you at all. Uh, some folks in Georgia are on a winning streak. I really like this story. This should be, I know you do donkey today, but this should really be hero of the day. Uh, Georgia Church wipes out $2.6 million in medical debt for residents. You don't hear that a lot. Let's listen to the story, and I'm going to give you some more information on the other side. The church recently donated $15,000 to a group called RIP Medical Debt. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 19% of American households carry some medical debt, with the median amount owed at $2,000. Daniel Lampert with RIP Medical Debt explains how they can erase the debt with donations like cross churches. So you can buy medical debts for pennies on the dollars if you are a debt buyer in this country. And if you instead take a nonprofit mindset and you use donor dollars, you can actually buy medical debts. So they're able to stretch donor dollars to pay for a lot of debt. And in this case, we were able to stretch that 15K uh, to a very impressive 2.6 million in uh, face value medical debt. $2.6 million worth of debt now erased for around 2,500 people in Forsyth and Fulton counties. We wanted to do something that impacts people personally. Well, that's incredible. I mean, that's what that's people would, that's what people would love to see the church uh, churches doing more of. More churches do, yep, yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Uh, I shout out to Pastor uh, Cornelius Fisher. That's who you heard at the end of uh, Cross Church. And I, this is very impressive. We hear a lot, you know, negative churches don't do enough. A lot of churches do a lot, but we don't hear about it. But I just thought this story was really, really, really important. Um, so shout out to them for using, again, this is what church should do. This is why they have the nonprofit status to be able to take care, you know, uh, to be able to, you know, get around those type of loopholes. They can actually help people instead of just pocketing uh, the money or keeping the building fund growing forever. Want to unpack just some facts right quick on medical debt. Uh, DJ Envy, I know you talked about it in the first hour when you were talking about folks not being able to pay for health care, you know, while they're on strike. So I wanted to give you some facts. Middle income Americans who earn 50000 to to 100000 or more a year uh, currently do not qualify for Medicaid or charity. So um, they are in the most debt. An estimated 23.5% of those folks uh, have unpaid medical bills. 22% of those are lower income. And then I want to give you some numbers, breaking it down by race. 37% of black middle class folks have medical debt. 25% of Hispanic folks have medical debt. And 20% of white people have medical debt. So everybody's in medical debt across the board, you know, uh, regardless of race, obviously. Some have more, which would be black Americans. But this is a real issue. So shout out to that church, you know, for really, you know, utilizing uh, you know their their nonprofit status to actually help some folks. And how much tithes and offerings they doing? Like who are the members of this church? Because they getting money. Clearly. They get some money. They well, it was only fifteen thousand. They only spent fifteen thousand, but because they had the nonprofit status, um, like the report was saying, it pretty much tripled. You know mm. the amount because of the way because a nonprofit paid for it. That was just so, what was so interesting about this story. When you actually use your nonprofit status. You can there's a, a loophole. I'm using the, the term lightly, but they were allowed to triple that status. So they didn't come out of pocket for the two point six million dollars. They only spent fifteen thousand. Wow. So talk, talk about a flip. That. That's a major flip. Then all these churches should do that. If they only got to spend fifteen thousand, it could wipe out two point six in medical debt. All these That's churches right. should do that. Yeah, because they were able to negotiate it. So because it was a nonprofit status, if you know, this, if somebody's saying they owe a hundred thousand dollars in debt, because they use that status, they were able to, you know, reduce that. Gotcha. Versus if I'm trying to pay my medical debt, I have to pay it down to the dollar, or you know, maybe they'll give me a break or not. And that again, why why I really wanted to highlight this story on how they utilize that nonprofit uh, status. That's that cool. works for student loans and stuff like that. Well, it'd be great if they work for student loan, but student loan, most of those, the government and a lot of them are private. Um, and because of the way it's set up, it's not set up, you know, to help folks get out of debt, which is why they keep pushing to end student loan debt. Wow. So, but that'd be great. That's a great point, Charlemagne. If can the nonprofits, can they get involved? Can it be a way, you know, uh, a, a way that maybe they can create some legislation to make that happen? All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tiz. Uh-huh. And make sure you subscribe to Tesla Figaro's podcast. It's Great Shot, No Chaser Podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network and follow at Tesla Figaro on all social media platforms. All right. Now, when we come back, Toya and Regine will be joining us. They got a new reality show on WeTV, and we're going to talk to them when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests with us today. The Flyers mother daughter duo in the game. Toya and Regine. Welcome, ladies. Hey, hey. Hi, hi. How y'all feeling? Good, good. Hey. Running around doing press for the TV show? Yes. Now, why a reality show now at this point? Uh, you know, we've been doing reality TV for a while. Mm -hmm. We're at a different phase in our lives mm -hmm. so you know a lot of growth a lot of changes so we decided to bring the nosy people back into our world that's what i said i wouldn't i would think y'all wouldn't <laughs> want to be bothered at this point uh 
Yeah, I mean, we was just, you know, happy to do something, the two of us together mm-hmm. for the first time. Now, is it following relationship? Is it businesses? Is it both? Is it... A every- mixture of all of that. All of it? Yeah. Relationship, it. family, business, Do you want to all of that family and the relationship stuff and all that again? Uh, well... <laughs> Why are you smiling, Resident? <laughs> Somebody didn't want to do it. The side of it. Which one of y'all didn't want to do it? Somebody didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody didn't want to do it. I mean, it's life. No, it's, you go through things. Nothing is is perfect. Like you know, and whether you do a reality show or not, if you're going through something, you're gonna be on the blogs, and y'all yeah. gonna be talking about. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like people tell our so, story anyway. Yeah, yeah. So you might as well so narrate you might as well your own stuff. But you do know it. Like if it's a little argument in the crib, it's a little argument in the crib. It's over. But now when it's a little argument and it's outside the crib. That argument is always a lot bigger. Yeah, but everything don't have to be shown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Every, saying? Like, no, you ain't yeah. going to put every situation out there. Mm-hmm. You got to keep certain filters things certain things. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did y'all learn from doing reality TV previously that y'all applied to this? The thing about it is, I've, we've always been transparent and, like, real and mm-hmm. authentic to who we are. Mm-hmm. We never claim to be perfect. We go through things, ups and downs, and... We okay with living our lives out loud. Mm-hmm. So what we learned before is it's like I don't like to focus too much heavy on my relationship for real because you know I've I've done that on TV before mm-hmm. and you, yeah it is it, sometimes it is a uh it does have that negative thing to it because you're allowing so many opinions to come into your situation. But um it is what it is. Well you're a newlywed now. I am. How, how did you know he was the one? Because he is such a genuine person. He's real. He's very family right oriented. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I feel like that's my person. That's like, you know, my best friend. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, you know, yeah. He's a Sagittarius. Oh, my like goodness. Me. Did you like him from the door, Regine? <laughs> no, I'm from the door. Like, you found a what? Okay. Yes, like, the sign? No. Oh, she is so, <laughs> listen, this girl is so hooked on the sign no. thing. I'm like, girl, what? But another thing with Red is that he's always accepted me like I was his daughter. Like, mm-hmm. always loved me like one. Always just, like, respected me. And my mom showed me that he respect my mom so much. So he was good in my eyes from day one. Now, Toy, what about her boyfriend? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you, um... <laughs> two boyfriends that I mm-hmm. well when she was younger three boyfriends but it was okay it cool like I like her <laughs> 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 that's so funny oh, no but for real for real like you know growing up and like in the beginning it's tough cause I, re- I dated a rapper so of course I didn't want my daughter to follow those footsteps and date a rapper but you mm-hmm. can't help who you love so Did you tell her that right it. away? Did you? T- yes, I always. And she ain't listen. Right? Didn't I preach that when she and she told me this? My friend, I was like, don't do it. But then you gotta let he him live and just learn. A rapper though. But he was I mean, a rapper. I mean, even back then he was, you know, he was still on the come up, but he still was a different, a different level of. He special. was a rapper. Yeah. And I was trying to warn her. You did good, Tony. He's an icon. He's, <laughs> he's one of the greatest yeah. of all time. I'm just saying. He's still a rapper. They move like a rapper. <laughs> so I was trying to give a game, like, you know, but the she best experience. Oh, no. Then I want to hear me. She was like, no, nah, that's my friend. I Trust me, I got this. That's my friend. And then, boom, I was like, hmm. Did you say I told you so? I did not. <laughs> did I say I told you so? No, you didn't say I, I told I you so. I just let her, I just let her, you know. Yeah, but she's better with it mm-hmm. now. Like, she knows what she wants and she's she's doing good on it 
and level. I love the dynamic, you know. I like I like watching even my wife with my daughters. But are y'all? F- did you raise her like a friend or a daughter? I'm gonna let her answer that. Now, um, my mother growing <laughs> up, she always said, you know, I'm your mother, not your friend. Now that I am about to be 25 years old. I can call her, like, I'm, I still hesitate. I could call her my friend sometimes, but mm-hmm. she's not. No, she's always been mm-hmm. my mother, like, and I'm thankful for it because I look at her as my mother. Like, I don't, I don't, when, if, even if I slip up and cuss, I'd be like, oh, sorry. Like, it's like, my mom, I got a different respect for her because she's always put that on me. Did, did working on this show bring y'all closer to, together? Uh, it. We've always had a really close relationship. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. We went through our rough patch. You mm-hmm. know, every mother and daughter do mm-hmm. when they're growing up and start smelling themselves and think they like super grown. Mm-hmm. We went through that patch, but as she got older, our relationship got stronger and stronger. But with the show, yes, you know, because we're seeing each other a whole mm-hmm. lot more. Regina just moved. She live in L. A. Now, so that's time that we get to spend together, and mm-hmm. you know. Be around each other more. So. When they go through the rough patch, what do you do? You just let them be on their own, like you guys. You know, no, you be want to box them up. <laughs> That's what you be wanting. Box them out. Yes, <laughs> box them up. But it's like they just think they know everything. That rough patch is a very mm-hmm. tough time for mothers and daughters. How'd y'all you know? fix it? I think time fixed it, and then like life experiences. You know, she started to realize things that I was trying to tell her. But mm-hmm. I'm one of the mothers, like. I'm, I really be trying to avoid her. Like, I can see it before it happened. But I have to understand that you was once her age. Mm-hmm. And it took you going through these things to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the life lessons is what taught you and made you the woman you are today. So you got to allow her that same type of, you know, growth. Mm-hmm. Like, for her to learn and go through things. But it's just tough just watching them just run into the And you're trying to stop them. It's like, mm-hmm. girl, listen to me. But... You know, that's my buddy. I, we talk about everything, mm-hmm. and the rough patches is over. Every that's now right. and then, we might have a little disagreement or spat, but that's that don't happen often. Mm-hmm. What made you realize Mama was right, Regina? She's my mom. I feel like come at this point, even when they're even when your parent is not right, you gotta let them be right. Like it's like so you she can't like you can't she necessarily argue. right, but you just like you know what I ain't arguing no more. <laughs> no, she's right. Like usually on life things, say for instance, like friends, things like this, everything that she call out, she's usually right on everything. But it's like I feel like our generation is different. Things are changing. A lot of stuff is different from when she was younger, when she was coming up. So I feel like. It's certain things where she's like, oh, you know, they move like this. And I'm like, mom, it's a different time now. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the things where it's like, I'd be like, mom, I get where you coming from, but we moving like this now. Mm-hmm. Or this. So mm-hmm. that's what it go. It goes hand in hand. But she yeah. always keeps me humble and mm-hmm. keeps me like, be you like, know, girl, you don't want move like your generation. Yeah, I don't Word. move. And that's why I don't move like my right. generation. That's why I'm glad. I'm glad. That I have my mom because she's always tapping me on my shoulder like, oh, no, you're not doing that. You're doing this. We like now that I'm grown, I'm like always have her in the back of my head, even if it's something that I know my mom wouldn't like. And I know it's not good for me. I'm like, my mama will. I wasn't even raised like mm-hmm. that. Do you look at her like she's grown? Toya? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, okay. I treat her like she's grown. Shit, she <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be her baby forever. <laughs> I do look at her like she's grown, but it's like. 
Oh, it's hard. <laughs> like this generation with social media, mm. like the mm-hmm. different things that's going on. It's like I'm like I don't want my daughters to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I want them to have a, some class about them. Mm-hmm. I want them to respect themselves. Mm-hmm. I want them to always remember you are the queen mm-hmm. and you deserve somebody that's going to treat you like the queen. Like don't be out here telling all your business to the internet. Mm-hmm. You have a village. Like I'll be right. trying to like stop them but it's so hard because this is what everybody in their generation is right. doing so I'm like okay when you put on clothes leave something to the imagination mm-hmm. we all like to be sexy we go through mm-hmm. our phases but like don't be completely exposing every part of your body like all kind of stuff you trying to get on and then she pull up a picture of you when you was 18 all right, well, hold up, hold that thought. We got more with Toya and Regine. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Toya and Regine. Hey. Hi. So, Regine, how does it feel? State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth... Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. 
From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel like you know your dad. It seems like people are giving your dad his flowers, and how does that feel? You know what. I'm about to read a text that I just texted him yesterday because honestly, this is how I feel. I said, I said, you deserve all of these moments you're getting and more and they're coming. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for him. I feel like my dad is like not that like he's not that vocal. He's very like to himself. Like, you know, if you know him, you know him. So it's like he don't really he not the type that's going to ask for it or going to say like he wanted or he needed or he whatever but I feel like in his soul all of this love that he's getting I feel like as a man it's, it's something that he needed like mm -hmm. every man just need a different love a different type of like honor because I feel like it's so much that he does he takes care of so many people he gets so many things together so I feel like for him to get his flowers at this time is just a blessing I think it's because we're in an era where we've seen so many uh, great die mm -hmm. and we didn't celebrate them when mm -hmm. they was here yes. so it's like while we have these icons still here these living mm -hmm. legends still here yo salute them celebrate yeah. them mm -hmm. you know especially people that have been around for as long as these like way been around 25 years look at me since 96 literally yeah. since like 96 cause I'm from South Carolina so we was getting that old cash money the BG baby gangster tapes oh, and all yeah. of that way 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 back <laughs> but I love that and I love to see I love to see him doing so much more like mm -hmm. doing these award shows like hearing him mm -hmm. backstage at these concerts and coming out doing surprise performances mm -hmm. I love to see that I think people miss that and, yes. and the fact that Whatever it is that's, that's making him do it, I love it because I love to see him more and more and more, which is which is great. Me is he going to be on the reality show? Or he be like, keep them cameras away. <laughs> well, you know, the reality show is with me and my mom and our life and what we got going on. So, you know, sorry, Lane. But, you know, at the end of the day, my dad is always supportive with anything that I do. So, you know, I just got to stay tuned. Might pop up, you never know. You had a little incident <laughs> out there a couple of months ago. Did that change your mind about? It? Yeah, that's another thing. My house almost got broken into. So yeah, so it's like that's a, it's like everything happens for a reason. Now I feel like since that happened, I am very careful on how I post, when I post, what I post. So it's like I needed that to happen, kind of for me to like stop showing so much. I was going to ask you know your dad wrote one of your verses for the BET Awards mm -hmm. when you were rapping. You ever thought about doing it? Uh, no, actually. Like my daddy. <laughs> I'm not good at rapping. Like, honestly, even when me and my friends are in the room, like, I just could never get the bars. He took it all. Like, I got a lot of talents, like acting, this, that, this, you know, but the rapping stuff, I just could never <laughs> get a bar. And for you, Regine, like, you know, if you are dating, do you put these guys on TV? Because you don't want to make people hot for Can't no reason. Can't make them famous. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. <laughs> you have a tendency to that do that. She did. That means she did. You see that face? Oh, that means she did. Oh, oh, my God. So, I mean, like my mom said earlier, we definitely show our lives and mm -hmm. show, you know, everything that is a part of it. And, yeah, you know, I definitely have put my last relationship on a TV. Yeah. Damn. 
for so when is it start? Thursdays nine o'clock. Thursdays nine p.m. Yeah, on we're WeTV. actually uh, three episodes in. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, it's a. It's a Oh, it's been good show. feedback like, too. It's, it's been really uh-huh. good feedback. Do y'all stay, do y'all go on social to see what people are saying, or y'all don't want to mess with y'all mentors by doing that? Oh yeah, we live yeah, tweet on Thursdays yeah. okay. um, when the show come on, and surprisingly, it has not been negative stuff like that. No, it's be, I mean, it's very yeah. hard to hate on y'all. I mean, it, without oh, it, without it looking like really? actual hate. Yeah, I. They'll find something. It's not that hard. But it happened like surprise I'm like really surprised because it really is a family show. It's very relatable. It's mm. real. My mom is on there. She's a character. She's funny. My brother, my sister, who mm. has a kind of open relationship situation. It's just different dyna- family dynamics and it's a little drama on there, of course. Mm-hmm. And you know, people was resonate with her relation, her past relationship, mm-hmm. and you know, me and my friends. It's just like a real relatable, real show. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm gonna do reality TV, I want I want it to be authentic to who I am for real, mm-hmm. and what I deal with on a day to day. Because I get lots of people telling me, you know, how me sharing my family life has helped them to repair relationships and different things. And I feel like if I'm able to help somebody in that way. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Well, Toya and Regine, we appreciate you for joining us. You can check them on WeTV every Thursday at 9 p.m. And hasn't Charlemagne changed? Do you remember the Ooh, first time yes. he came up here? I want. I was like, what you what, what you about to say? Wow. I, I love y'all. I never said nothing bad about Toya. No, you and were no, always think, been good. In I the, think the first right. time I came, we, it was like some little shady stuff going on on the internet. So you, that was like the first question No, I used to... Me. I think, but I always... But you to, always was cool, though. Yes, I always used to say... I wanted a midget that looked like Oh, Tony. my God. <laughs> you did say that. You did say that. That was the first thing you said yeah, when I walked in the door. I, I, like, I said, what? You not fly that with me? A midget that looked like Bro, Tony. We almost made it out. I'm sorry. I, I said involved, like, you changed. I was trying to leave on the phone. I something old, though, but I, right. that would be dope. A midget that looked like Tony. Why would she not be a midget? I don't know. I just thought that would be right. so pretty and cute. Like a little midget look just like Toya. <laughs> now I see a little teddy bear. A little pretty and cute. Not a little like, teddy what's wrong with you? I cannot. Ladies and gentlemen, Toya, Regine, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I don't know if you know Charlamagne, but today is National Cheeseburger Day. I don't eat beef no more. All right. I well, stopped eating red meat when my blood pressure was high uh, earlier this year. All right. Well, there's a lot Get of my cholesterol levels down. There's a lot of good deals out there. Shout to uh, uh, one of our uh, big producers, our big coworker. You said he's the leader of the. He's the he, he calls himself the. He's the self-proclaimed president of the Fat Lives Matter committee. Even though I want him to lose weight. All right. Well, let me just tell you some 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 good deals today. Applebee's offers a, a cheeseburger and fries for nine dollars today. Wendy's is offering a Penny Junior Bacon Cheeseburger with any purchase today. So a, a, a cent, one one cent. All right, uh, Burger King, Lucy Burger King is doing. I know McDonald's has 50, 50 cent double cheeseburgers today. Uh, this is a real thing, huh? Yeah. Crystal fans can grab a dollar cheese crystal via the Crystal app. Drop, you got to go to crystal.com. Dropping a clue box of crystals. Half off double cheeseburger at Carl's. $3 burgers and a soda at BurgerFi. 
So today is National Cheeseburger Day. This, of course, is at participating uh, spots. But I told you I don't eat red meat, man. Who got the vegan options? Crystal's has uh, plant-based options. Well, today is Cheeseburger Day. I don't know if they have deals today, sir. Well, they need to. Let's see, well, if I, if I can see anything else. I know that the... I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to... Uh, what is it? Wendy's? I'm going to go to Wendy's today and see if I can actually buy a junior bacon cheeseburger for a penny. I just want to see if I can do it. I just, I, you know, I was thinking about that yesterday when I was, I, uh, I was, I was doing some apple picking yesterday. I went apple picking with the family yesterday, and I was thinking about that. I was like, what is the point of ninety nine cents? Like, who said, you know what? We just gonna say something is ninety nine cents as opposed to the whole dollar. Well, like, it sounds is, better. It sounds less than a dollar. What supposed to do with said penny? Well, they, they're saying that that for, from somebody's brain, it sounds cheaper. Ninety nine cents than a dollar. That's yeah, like when you see three ninety nine. Now you just got this penny just randomly sitting around. That's why I'm going to I'm going to Wendy's today to see if I could buy a cheeseburger for a penny. I'm no, gonna go with it, one it, penny. It, it didn't and say that. You it. didn't read, read what you just read. I, I, that's that's not a, what it said. It didn't say cheeseburgers were a penny. It said if you do something else, then you can get a bacon junior cheeseburger for a penny. Let me see. Let me see. I was around you niggas. Niggas don't really read. That's why don't nobody give you all words. Says Wendy's is offering a penny junior bacon cheeseburger with any purchase. Exactly. See, Negroes never read the fine print to nothing. So if I go in there and I buy apple pie, I could have a, a, a cheeseburger, or, you know, junior bacon cheeseburger for a penny. Well, I'm going to try to buy the cheapest thing on the menu and see if my penny works. I just want to see. And junior bacon cheeseburgers at, at McDonald's for 50 cent when they use the $3.19? I don't know why you're so excited too. about this. Why? Is this, yeah, why are you so excited about why, this? Why not? I don't, I, no, I don't care. This is Monday. I don't just... Is this Monday conversation? I mean, it's National Cheeseburger Day. People get, today they can get lunch for cheap. I'm just telling telling people out there. All right, congratulations, y'all. All right, when we come back, we Go got your heart attack for cheap. What? Nothing. What'd you say? When we come back, we got your rumor report. Uh, Chris Brown he has some words for Tanase. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, morning everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Chris Brown. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty right, patty. I'm gossiping. Tell this is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the breakfast club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. All right. Now, Tanase was doing an interview and was talking about her collab. She was asked about her would you put in that category the songs you did with R. Kelly and Chris Brown? Oh, <laughs> you think I wanted? <laughs> I, I literally blo- I block out that R. Kelly song from my mind. I forget that that even exists. That is so embarrassing. And I think the public perceives it as you doing that willingly yeah. and not understanding that like there's you lack a lot of control in that situation. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you do. And especially when it comes to singles, like, for example, that song with, with Chris, we all wanted it to be like this big moment, this big single. So I feel like in their mind, they were like, you need the support. And he was like their biggest artist that huh? they had on rhythmic radio at the time. And to me, I was like, well, this is a pop song. So I really don't feel like we should put Chris on it. Like that. I don't like that. I, that doesn't compute to me, but I don't know. Yeah, that was on the Zach saying show. Well, Chris Brown respond. He said, name five Tanache songs or die. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Everybody dead. Then he says, she full of that evil. Shorty career is non-existent. What's more embarrassing is that she worked with all these people and no one of us could have saved her career. The crazy part is, if you listen to what Tanache said, uh, R. Kelly was the one who really got the brunt of that. Like, she was just saying that she didn't think Chris Brown should have been on a pop record. Mm-hmm. She didn't throw shots at Chris Brown, you know, for any past allegations or anything like that. She just said she didn't feel like Chris Brown should have been on this. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. 
State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pop record. All right. Now, Halle Berry is mad at Drake. That's because Drake posted a picture of her being slimed. And this was saying that he was going to put out his new record. She didn't like it. Halle Berry claims Drake used her image for slime you out without permission. He asked me and I said, no. Halle Berry claims she told Drake she did not want him to use her image to promote his new single Slime On You featuring Scissor. After the single and its art drop, Berry up what she went on uh, social media and said, sometimes you just have to be the bigger guy, even if you're a woman. Somebody left a comment as well. 
While I do understand your side, that photo is owned by Getty Images, so I'm sure he got their permission and paid the fee. Why are you mad? And Halle Berry said, because he asked me, and I said, no, that's why. Why is if you intend to do what you want to do, then why ask me? That's not what the F you do to me. Not cool, you get it. Yeah, why would Drake do that if Holly uh, told him not to? And what's the point of asking if you're going to do what you want to do anyway? At least if, you know, you didn't ask and you did it, you can apologize. Right. You know? Sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Yeah, but he asked for permission. Yeah, and she said no. <laughs> you know so that's why it made no so sense. It make no sense. Not at all. And lastly, Tyler Perry thinks successful black women should be open-minded about their partners and even splitting bills. This is what he said. In our society right now, mm -hmm. b black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works at whatever job mm -hmm. and is a good man and is good to you mm -hmm. and, honors, and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can mm -hmm. because his, his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm -hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your worth, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm -hmm. know that, yep, she makes most of the money, all I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm gonna cover the mortgage and all the other stuff, you can the light bill, baby, you can take me to dinner every now and then, mm -hmm. that is fine. Yeah. That love, that support, that I got you, babe, mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So basically, he's telling women to move like men, because there's plenty of men who who have, you know, who are who are good financially, who date women who aren't on their same financial level. Yeah, so that's basically what that's basically what he's saying. He's saying like, if you're a woman and you're you know set financially, just date somebody who's not on your same financial level. Yeah, don't it happens all the time. With don't date women. for status or finances. D date for love. And I, I, you know, it's Hold funny. On, no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? That ain't what I thought. He did. I didn't that, hear him. Say that's that. what I heard. He didn't say, you know, don't worry don't about your finances. Sometimes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not about the money. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, it's yeah. date for love. It's, it's yeah. people out there. And, and, you know, it's funny. I have a, a couple of single home girls. And I tell them that all the time. I think sometimes they put themselves in positions where they're looking for this. They want somebody this height. They, they want somebody that makes this much money. And they don't even have it. And they, they don't want somebody, even have it. Exactly. So and I'm they like, don't even have it. Date for love. Find somebody that actually loves you. By the way, I never understood uh, any broke person that was saying they was looking for somebody rich. Like either on from either sex, like mm -hmm. that's the craziest thing in the world to be with women, especially when women say, "I need me a man that got this amount of money and Correct. got this." And that. Do you have that? Do you have a house? Like, are are you making that, that? Are you making money? Like, I always thought that was strange. But let's let's open up the phone lines and let, let's let's talk about it. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. You know, Tyler Perry thinks successful black women should be open minded about their partners. You know, maybe, you know, he doesn't make as he's much as you or make as more than you. He's basically telling women to move like men because there's plenty of men out here who got money and they date women who aren't on their same financial level. Now, so he's basically telling women who got money to date men who aren't on their same financial level. Now, some people are arguing, saying that instead of telling women to lower their standards, maybe Tyler Perry should be encouraging men to rise to the occasion. That's what some people have been saying in social media and in comments. Well, women should rise to the occasion too then when it comes to dating um, men who, who got more money than them. Well, right? Well, let's discuss when we come back. 800-585-1051. That was your rumor report. Since we don't have a guest co-host today, we can bring some of our women that work up here in the Breakfast Club. I don't want to talk to none of them scorned bitter women. <laughs>
All right. Okay. Well, we got we got tail out there that's dating. We got Sim Simmer that's out there dating. Cindy that's out there dating. And we allegedly, can, we, <laughs> allegedly dating. Well, we can talk to some of our women up here to talk about some of the things that they've been going through and what their thoughts on dating men that don't necessarily make more than them or are not you know super duper rich or what if everybody broke though? Like what if everybody on the come up? That's the other thing that nobody ever takes into consideration. Like, what if everybody's on the come up? How come we can't build and grow together? But Nobody what, ever talks about that. But at what age do you stop being on the come up? You know what I mean? Are you 45 or 50 and still on the come up? Maybe. You don't, You never know. We'll you, discuss. Might need, you might need two in. Nowadays, you need two incomes in the household, yeah. you know, just to make ends meet. But we'll talk about it when we come back. All right, that was your rumor report. Now, Charlemagne, donkey today. Who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man, I need uh, Jan Winner. He's the co-founder of Rolling Stone Magazine. I need him to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get to that next, and then we'll take your call, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. <laughs> Donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Yeah, it's donkey of the day for Monday, September 18th. Oh, Monday, it goes to Yon Winner. Jan is the co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine, and he's 77 years old, okay? When you're 77, you have the license to say whatever you want, however you want, to whoever you want, but you are not exempt from the backlash or the consequences of saying what the hell you want. I mean, there are many consequences for a 77-year-old anyway, but Jan has been removed from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation's board after some criticism he got for comments he made in the New York Times interview. See, Jan has a book coming out called The Masters, which features interviews he conducted with artists such as uh, John. Lennon, Bob Dylan, Mick Jagger, just to name a few, uh, and some other people while at the helm of Rolling Stone magazine. I think it's seven interviews all together, uh, all white males. And he spoke about his decision to not include interviews with women and black artists. And needless to say, the conversation didn't go well. Let's go to NBC News for the report, please. Rolling Stone magazine co-founder Jan Winner explained why he only included white men in his new book, The Masters. Insofar as the women, I mean, they were just, none of them were as articulate enough on this intellectual level. Oh, stop it. Oh, you're, you're telling me Joni Mitchell is not articulate enough? It's not that they're not creative geniuses. It's not that they're inarticulate, although, you go have a deep conversation with Grace Slick or Janice. Please be my guest. Those comments published Friday from an interview with New York Times Magazine, now criticized as sexist and racist. You think? The foundation winner helped create, issuing a terse statement Saturday saying... Jan Renner has been removed from the board of directors of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation. Overnight, Winner releasing an apology. In my interview with the New York Times, I made comments that diminished the contributions, genius, and impact of black and women artists. And I apologize wholeheartedly for those remarks. Jan said that uh, black and women artists weren't articulate enough on an intellectual level to be interviewed for his book, The Masters. The irony in this statement is Jan isn't smart enough to not say this out loud. Okay, if you feel that way, fine. You can't change what's in a person's heart. But to speak this out loud now? Why? 
Right? Fun fact. Tina Turner, a black woman, was the second person ever on the cover of Rolling Stone. Clearly first woman, clearly first black person on the second ever issue of Rolling Stone magazine, November 25th, 1967. John Lennon was the first. Now, I know Tina Turner is no longer with us, but I'm making that point to say clearly Jan understands the value of black uh, people and uh, women in music. He just doesn't believe intellectually we are capable of having a conversation about said music. This is like racism 101. Okay, the stereotype of the dumb black, right? All these false presumptions and biases for years trying to prove that black people are biologically and intellectually inferior to white people. And same with women. You know, good old fashioned sexism wants women to believe that they are dumber than men. That's what's so stupid about these comments Jan made. Not only are they rooted in foolishness that can be easily debunked, he doesn't even have an intellectual argument as to why he didn't put black people and women in his book. Okay. In fact, he said, for public relations sake, maybe I should have gone and found one black and one woman artist to include here uh, that didn't measure up to that same historical standard just to avert this kind of criticism. That's not an intellectual argument at all. It's just a racist and sexist one. Okay, I need Jan to articulate to me, why do you feel a woman and black people didn't deserve to be in this book called The Masters? Is Stevie Wonder not a master of his craft? Okay, if you ask me, Stevie Wonder will run circles around everybody you got featured in this book. There is no intellectual reason as to why Joni Mitchell shouldn't be interviewed either. We probably could listen to both of them wax poetic about music for days, but Jan can't because he already has preconceived prejudices about black people and women. Okay, to Jan, Stevie Wonder and other black people sound like this when they talk. I am an adult, and these boys are with me. Mm. To Jan, uh, Joni Mitchell and women sound like this when they talk. Now eating his ass, eating his ass, eating his ass. Well, Jan, to us, you sound like this. White power! That's right. <laughs> Please let Chelsea Handler give Jan Winner the biggest hee haw. Hee haw, hee haw. That is way too much, Dan Mayonnaise. Mm. Kathy Griffin went in on this? Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee-haw. Michelle Obama said when they go low, we go high. I feel sometimes when they go low, we should go to the floor with them. Chris Rock wanted on this? Cracker-ass cracker. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, girl? My girl? My girl still working fast food? Right, girl. Oh, okay. Okay. She's going to be busy today. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, indeed. BET, we see you tomorrow. Peace, BT. Everybody else, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Oh, Taylor, just walk right in. I love this. Now, Tyler Perry thinks that successful black women should be open-minded about who their partners are and splitting the bills. Maybe sometimes it's okay if you make more money than the person that you are dating. Yeah, he's basically telling women to move like how men have been moving for years. Men that have always been uh, finan- more financially well off have always dated women that aren't on that same financial level. Now, social media since the beginning of time. Social media, uh, women on social media said that if a man can only afford to pay a bill here and there, maybe he's not ready to be in a serious relationship. I don't agree with that either. Some also say that instead of telling women to lower their standards, maybe Tyler Perry should encourage men to rise to the occasion. Oh, oh, so, so, so by that. Logic, women should rise to the occasion too when they want to date men that um, are, are way out of their financial means. Oh, well, How come nobody ever tells women, hey, step up financially? Well, let's you want to date somebody who got money. Let's open up the phone lines. Let's have this discussion. 800 585 1051. Women, what do you think? We have ti- uh, Let's start with Taylor. Taylor and Sydney's in the room right now. Taylor, thoughts? Wait. 
Say what you just said, Charlamagne. Oh, she's ready for all the smoke. Say, say what you said. just said. No, you said that women need to step up. We've been stepped up. That's why men no, allow... No, no, listen to what he said. He said that... Uh, you said women said that... Women instead are, of telling tell Tyler Perry... Instead of Tyler Perry saying lower your standards, tell women to step up. No, I tell men step up financially, correct. right? Correct. To men to exactly. men to so, rise to the so, occasion. So, so for all of these years, when it's been men who have had more money than women, how come nobody ever told women, hey, you step up financially if you want to date somebody who's rich? Whenever y'all say, I want me a baller, I want somebody who got all this money, well, I agree how come with that, nobody though. ever tells you if you broke, hey, step up, you step up financially? Well, I agree with that, though, in a way. Like, I'm not ever asking for, I'm not rich myself, so I'm not asking for necessarily a rich man. It'd be nice, mm-hmm. but I want a guy that's financially stable. Like so, if, so if a and, guy, and, a, and a man should want a woman who's financially so, stable. Exactly. So if a guy, well, what is financially stable? So if a guy is not making, you know, ballerific money, and let's just say he has a regular nine to five, doing well. Yeah, exactly. Th- that's fine. That's fine. That. With you. Okay. Yeah, like as long as he has time to like make time for me, like take me out on dates as well. Like, well, he can't take you out all the time because he has bills. But he can't. Can't take looking you out. for love. That's what I, that's what I'm that's what I'm How come y'all to? not looking for a man with good character? Sydney? How, how come men aren't looking for a woman with good character? That's why you wanted somebody who paid the bills? No, but I'm saying that comes with it. Like no, you can't. Oh, love comes with paying the bills. I, I, I don't think you should look for nothing in anyone you don't have in yourself. Sydney? Exactly. What do you say, Sydney? Good morning. One good of our morning. producers, yes. Why you got that camera on me, Sydney? Because <laughs> she's doing both jobs. Job. She's doing I'm her job. Why you got your phone aimed at me? I feel like I'm getting set up here. What the hell's going on? Love can also be deeply rooted in the pockets too. I no, hate to say it, like no, can't. No, can't. listen. There's there's a lot of like self security that you know, you know what we we gonna come back on this. But don't we, they we, say we that marriage a lot of times marriage breakups because of finance? Yes. So That's finance true. says like has some because you know what finance also has to do with character growing too. Michelle, man, you know. Both these women are from Philly, so you, you just can't. All I'm saying is, don't look for nothing in anybody you don't have in yourself. <laughs> and the tangibles you should be really looking for in a person is good character. That's good character. People that are good people. Good character comes with like, are you? you know, <laughs> character ambitious? comes with money. No, no, no. But in a way, are you ambitious though? Like, are, that you, is- are y'all ambitious? Yeah. Like, what are we calling yes. ambition? Like we, I think I think we put we put too much credence on dollar amount sometimes, man. Because it doesn't just because you're not a multimillionaire don't mean you're not ambitious. It doesn't mean you're I never a good said person. That, I, I didn't say that. that I'm just you're saying not, you're not loyal. You're, 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 you're not some type of ambitious. You're not a good family person. That, though. But well, let's look. let's open up the phone lines. <laughs> we'll talk some more. I want to hear what Sydney has to say when we come back to eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Nothing. <laughs> okay. That's all I Eight hundred is a whole bunch of nothing. Five eight five one zero five one. We want to hear from you women out there this morning. Call us up right now. Let's discuss. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Daddy, call him up. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining, uh, we're talking about this interview that Tyler Perry said. And Tyler Perry said this in the interview. In our society right now, mm-hmm. b- black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works at whatever job mm-hmm. and is a good man, and is good to you mm-hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can mm-hmm. 
because his his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm -hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your worth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm -hmm. know that, yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You can the light bill, baby. You can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm -hmm. That is fine. Yeah. That love, that support, that I got you, babe, it's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. So we're asking 800-585-1051. We're talking to women out there, black women out there. Uh, do you believe what he says? Do you believe where, you know, you should stop looking for pockets and, and look more for love? I definitely think everybody should stop looking for pockets. You should definitely look for love. You should look for a person that's got... Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good character. You look. You should look for a person that's got a good spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody that's going to hold you down, you know, as a human. Like, cause finances go up, finances go down. Correct. Like, it's not always gonna be about money. If 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 if, if all if all it takes is money, what are you? You a hoe? Okay. Wow. Whoa. That's the truth to the matter. Whoa. If all it takes Cindy, is money, you a hoe. Cindy, that's a response. Cindy, one of our producers up here. Okay, but keep in mind, as much as you're telling us to go look for deeper than just the wallets, some people just don't have any debt. There's nothing else to them. Well, I don't think you have any depth if all you're looking for is the money. No, no, no. If, if, I if, didn't if, say if, oh, if all I you're saying for is I want money. If all, if, I don't think but you I'm have saying. any depth if all you're saying is I want just somebody <laughs> but, with money. But what if he checks all the boxes? He's a great guy. He he treats you well. He's you can see him being a great father. He does everything he that you friends. want except financial. We could be friends because um, so for insane. me, so you can be friends. No, no. Look, for me, I'm just saying. This Taylor, when it comes to ambition. Like that's more important than money. So, so rich, so, gonna... so ambition equates to wealth. Like you have to have yeah. wealth to be ambitious. No, 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 no. Wealth to be ambitious. No, that makes no. zero sense. Well, let's let's, like, let's 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 go to the phone lines. A lot of people on the line. These Philly women up here, are tough boy. And that's why they single. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, I'm Jocelyn. Hey, Jocelyn. Good morning. Good morning. Now let's t- let's talk about what Tyler Perry said. What's your thoughts? I think Tyler Perry's statement is rooted in idealism. Like, this is, we're not talking about millionaire salaries. We're talking about average salaries. And even if it's 200000 or $300,000 a year that a woman is making, um, men contribute different things to a relationship as do women. So a man who doesn't make a lot of money is not going to come in the house and cook and clean and, you know, show up in nice lingerie and do all of those things. That Why would I be wearing lingerie? Women. They still expect <laughs> Why would I be wearing no. I, I would cook and I would clean. You know what I'm saying? And, and you got to put on and, some and by the way, no, and, and you're acting like and, this person and is... Black women but you're acting like this person is unemployed. Like they've always been asked to settle. And then when they fall and their salaries fall and they fall into a financial situation, it's like, why'd you marry that broke man? Why'd you marry a man who can't take Because I was broke kids? too. And you attract what you black are. Black women always, always <laughs> that's settle. Why. So that's unrealistic to ask them to settle now. Thank, I don't think this is settling. I really don't think this is settling. I think that, you know, you shouldn't ask for anything in somebody else that you don't have in yourself. Don't look for nothing in anyone that you don't have in yourself. Now, see, I, I really feel How like... can you make those kind of demands, Envy? I really feel like when... when I think things got worse when people started concentrating on money, right? And I and I just look back at my, my parents, my, my aunts, my uncles, my... My grandparents, they didn't have money. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was about love. My dad was a police officer. My mom worked at, at, at an insurance company. There was right. no money. They just found love. But then I also think about, you know, when I met my wife, I was 15, 16. It wasn't about money. We didn't have any money. Can you imagine being, just, just think about it. You broke as hell. But you like, I don't want nobody but a rich man. You broke. You broke. Why did, Why would that rich man want you? If you're broke, you shouldn't be dating. I don't believe that either. Where, where are these stupid rules coming from? Hello? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Okay. Say, what's your thoughts on what Tyler Perry said, Mama? Um, I do, I do understand where he's coming from, and I do also understand where Charlemagne is coming from because I feel that way as well. But I don't think he's saying lower your standards. I'm just, I think he's just speaking on if you are with someone who just works a regular nine to five and he's affectionate, he's treating you right, he's taking care of the things that he can take care of. With if you're working, you can take care of something, and you, it, it's a genuine person. Don't try to look for someone who makes all of this money 
just for you not to receive other things that's important as well. Like, don't necessarily worry about finances. But I do understand where Charlamagne is coming from with women. They do tend to always say they want a man with so much money and all these things, but they don't have as much money as well. Right. They want a man with all these fancy cars, but they don't have none at all. Right. So. Because why would a rich man want a broke woman? Why would I want a woman who just wants me for my money? You know what I'm saying? That I'm going to end up giving you half of everything that I've ever acquired when this relationship is over for what? I mean, see, I think sometimes people look for boxes that are unrealistic, right? Check boxes that are unrealistic. What about finding love, right? And shout out to my sister Mercedes. You know my sister Mercedes. She's about 6'3", right? She wants somebody taller than her, right? <laughs> but I'm she saying, sit down once you get to that that that, no, you know, that pool, it's hard. It is, no, the picking it's difficult. Is, but I'll tell you the why. The a lot I'll tell you why it's not for Mercedes. Why? Because she be around all them ball players. Right. So you in that mix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not six foot three. you know, just walking around Linden, New Jersey somewhere you know, with a bunch of five, six, five, seven people. But if a guy is five eight and five nine, is a nice guy. He's treating you the right way. Why do you x him out just because he's he's challenged in the height department? No, nah, I don't want that either because <laughs> Mercedes feet too big. Yo, shut up, man. You know what I'm saying? Shut I don't, up. I don't shut need up. her wearing my sneakers. Yo, shut up. Yo, shut up. Shout <laughs> to Mercedes. Hey. That's why I wouldn't. That, Yo, shut that, up. That's my personal opinion. She could be the nicest person in the world, but she can't be wearing my sneakers. Eight hundred. Shut up, man. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're talking about something Tyler Perry said. Let's discuss. Uh, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about something that Tyler Perry said in an interview. This is what he said. In our society right now, mm-hmm. black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works at whatever job mm-hmm. and is a good man and is good to you mm-hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can mm-hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift exactly that is okay mm-hmm. that's not somebody who's beneath you yeah that's somebody who came to love you at your worth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right yeah and as long as he's secure in himself to mm-hmm. know that yep she makes most of the money all i can pay is the light bill as long as she's comfortable enough to say i'm gonna cover the mortgage and all the other stuff you can the light bill baby you can take me to dinner every now and then mm-hmm. that is fine yeah that love that support that i got you babe mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing yeah. Now, Victoria, somebody else that works up here, just she came Dominican. in the room. And she came in here so <laughs> Dominican just now. She came in here very spicy. I mean, spicy. she was so Dominican when she walked in this room. Tell them, say exactly how you said it when you walked in the room. Please. I said we can't be two brokies together. And I said, yes, you can. No, we can't. <laughs> and sometimes you might just have to be. There might not be any other choice, but y'all might come up together. Okay, oh, sure, but when you, when we get into that situation of like, oh, I'm not happy, it'd be like, but you knew what he was when you met him. What and now you, you sitting here telling me I need to rock with the broke. What, what makes you think you're going to be happy with the rich man? The rich man going to probably treat you worse because the rich man is like, you ain't going to bring nothing to the table. Why you keep saying you're exactly. rich? No, we we right. say it's None financially stable. No, we didn't. You I really agree that. with So him. what is financially stable? I just said someone that's able to take me out as well. I'm not asking for no bougie stuff or anything. Well, All hey, I'm saying me, give me a is, number. What's financially stable to y'all? Salary wise, I would like for him to be at least like eighty thousand. Okay, that's, okay, I like that. So, that's so out. if you're just joining us, this now is our talking. collective up here, our producers now up here that, that work in the back. <laughs> you that, were ch- y'all was chasing waterfalls. About five minutes <laughs> that got upset. Now, 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 Victoria, you came in here a little spicy, Vic. Now, if a guy treats you well, 
does everything he's supposed to do. He's not cheating. Know how to salsa. But does not have much money. Do you still date him? Yeah. As long as you're not too broke. <laughs> God damn. But that's, all I, that's all I'm saying. I just don't want y'all to stop looking for love, man. Stop question, looking though. for good character in people, man. What happened to... So y'all don't want to go against what men are supposed to provide and everything else. Y'all don't want to go against that. What yes. is it supposed to provide? Protect what is it provide? We work hard. Some some, yeah. some men Protect do what provide. they can. All I'm saying is meet me where I'm at. That's all I'm saying. And that's all I've been saying. <laughs> don't look for nothing in anybody you don't have in yourself. Yeah, exactly. Let's so don't, meet each other where we at. So that's all I'm say, saying. Well, if he's a good guy, blah, 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 but he's not at the level that I'm at, no. No, no, but you, no, I want you, first of all, I would encourage people to never date Taylor because she's a terrible person. <laughs> Excuse okay, me. Okay, I mean, that's number no. one. Excuse okay, me. She's a, she's a terrible that is, human. That's not right, what he said. Okay. Guys, that's not what he said behind the scenes, That's the best way Taylor. Very mean, very mean, very violent. I would never want you to date a woman like Taylor. I'm going to challenge you. That's what it is. So <laughs> let's go to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> These Philly women are crazy. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Erica. How y'all doing? Good morning. What do you think of what Tyler Perry said? I think she was wrong. I honestly do. It's in the Bible. What do you mean she? Supposed to get out and work by the Tyler's a grown man. I'm just saying. Read the Bible. <laughs> like that's that's the hierarchy of things. The man is supposed to protect and provide. Like, yes, I got to take I care agree. of you financially. You might as well be one of my kids. But provide that doesn't necessarily true. mean buy Chanel bags and Birkins and cars. That means food and, and make sure you're safe. And you think a man can't okay. protect and provide for you just because you got more money? But why am I making more money in the first place is the question. If you're supposed to be, I mean, a real man is not going to take that. A real That's man not true. is going to hold the household down. I wish men thought, if, I mean, men, if men thought like this, women wouldn't, who would who would women be with? Women. <laughs> I'm serious. Some, actually, some in some cultures they don't even allow their women to work. I'm not. I'm not agreeing with that because I'm an independent woman, married independent woman. But at the same time, I I believe the man is supposed to hold everything down. A woman is supposed to hold down the kids, the household, him mentally, physically, emotionally. And why I have to do all of that and provide the money as well. Well, let me ask you a question. If you already got the money as a woman, if you rich already. Mm -hmm. There's only one other thing to have, and that's love. Yeah, why, why There's does only it matter? one other thing to have. That's a man that's going to hold you down and protect you and care for you. That's it. But how that can he love good. himself if he's inadequate to provide financially? He might have 12 kids. inches. Whoa. He might have Whoa. Whoa. And not loyal, Shard. And whoa, not loyal. Whoa. That's crazy. Is that what you need? Whoa. <laughs> second. The man might have 12 inches, man. The no man. Nobody wants that Nobody either. Nobody wants that. <laughs> so y'all don't want 12 what? inches. Y'all want money. Why y'all want y'all? I don't know what y'all talking about. What What's the moral of the story? We know what you want. The moral of the story is <laughs> just simple for me. Don't look for nothing in anybody you don't have in yourself. And everybody got to stop looking at finances as the reason to be with somebody. Because at the end of the day, finances ain't going to keep y'all together. Love is going to keep y'all together. You know, because you got to grow old with this person. You got to actually like this person. You know what I'm saying? I, if y'all don't have that, I don't know what to tell you. He also needs a 401k. Jesus. All right. Well, sure. When we come but back. you got to be a nice person. <laughs> That's right. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of rich men that will treat y'all terribly. How are we going to grow old together if you can't afford to grow old together? Damn. <laughs> make it I don't make know what sense. you're talking about right now. I just know. <laughs> tell me why a rich man would want a broke woman. Nobody can ever Who answer can that question. Who can say rich? 
Okay, why, why would a financially stable person want a woman who's not financially stable? Why would a financially stable man want a woman who's not financially stable? I can't. I would agree with you. I've seen some I feel men like that just both. like to, you know, they like to, they like the trick. But that's also their ego no. too, though. They're, that's yes, their, their ego, ego a lot of times too. They, a a lot of guys wanna. I know a lot of guys that wanna be able to make more than the woman for their ego standpoint, not necessarily like. And I would you tell y'all that's not the type of man y'all should be dating. All right. Well, that's it. I would tell we, you. I would. I would tell y'all run from that type of guy. Well, when we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to talk offset. Uh, he told somebody to pull up, and they pulled up. Um, and we'll get into it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. We got to start off with an RIP. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. Now, I know you guys remember the girl group, the R&B girl group, 702, right? Well, Iris Grinstead, uh, one of the members in the group, was uh, she died. She passed away at the age of 43 years old. That's way too young to pass. Absolutely. Now, the cause of death was not given. The group announced in December that mm. Irish was mm. taking mm. a medical mm. leave of, abs- of absence due to serious medical issues. So, Well, definitely sending our family healing energy, man. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Yeah. 43 is way, 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 way too young to go. Now, Columbus Short, he talks uh, why he named his son after Denzel Washington. Tell you just quick, little quick, small story about Denzel. Denzel, I, why did I name my son Denzel? My son's name is Denzel. Word. Denzel, he kept a little me. Like, I, he kept making me feel like a little nigga. He, he, had, you, he had you in training. You were training today. You was the white boy in training today. He kept doing that to me. For real? So finally, I was like, boom. And I'm just truncating the story. <laughs> when my son was about to be born, I was like, man. My wife was like, what What do we name our son? I was like, Denzel. Because mm. why? Because now he's my little n***a. Mm. That's deep. Mm. Wait a minute. Y'all know I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. So I, don't, I don't always get things Columbus right. What, what was deep about that? I, didn't, I, I, I what, what did I miss here? I, I, don't, I don't get that, it. That was, not, that, that was not a flex. So you want to project... The hurt that Denzel did to you on your son, onto your child, that pain and that trauma you felt because Denzel didn't give you what you needed. You want that to be on your son? That ain't a flex, young man. That ain't that ain't the flex he think that is at all, brother. Actually, kind of. That's actually, yeah. I want you. He should have. You supposed to go sit down and talk to somebody about that kind of hurt. If, if, If seriously, if Denzel hurt him in that way. That you gonna name your son Denzel? That so you gonna say name, I'm sunning? That, that, that my... makes no sense. Like, cause then the, the Denzel Washington is not your son. No, this new life that you brought into the to the world it's just name. is your son. Like, that's 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 strange. And why did that man say deep? <laughs> there was no pushback to that at all. Well, was there an was no challenging oh, that at he all. He was on the Moguls in the Making podcast. I don't, I don't know. They must have been recording for a long time, and he was just ready to go. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, that's, that's deep, one of them. Oh yeah, that's deep, man. Let's right, wrap up." All right, like, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. My God. All right, and lastly, oh, Lord, Offset mercy. and uh, Nicki Minaj's husband got into it. It seems like well, it all started at the VMAs. Uh, I guess. Uh, I guess it was an argument or somebody thought that somebody said something offsets to put your location and they were allegedly in these New York streets looking for offset. Big Queens. Sturdy nigga. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? Money, man. What's up? Yeah. What's that, man? Yeah. Huh? You don't know. 
Yeah. They said you don't know niggas. Yeah. We're on that vacation. Yeah. We're planning your funeral. Yeah. Let's play. What's up? We yeah. meet you there. They wanted to come at me at the VMAs, man. I ain't All even, way, we ain't man. even do nothing to nobody, All man. Way, man, what's happening, man? Huh? Yo, where you at? Yo, we at? Offset responded he was on a, a jet and he responded. Now, the only reason before, we're, we're before, doing these stories before, before is because we respond, it was trending. And can, can we talk about this? Which part? This video we just heard. Part of there's telling on themselves? There's nothing sadder than this kind of behavior as grown-ass men. It's corny. It's lame. You're 45-plus years old. You're a father. You're a husband. And you outside on the street threatening people, looking like a world star hip-hop video from 2009. That's very weak, not to mention mm -hmm. you're incriminating yourself. And you also have zero respect for your woman. And who your woman is Because whether you realize it or not You're an extension of Nicki Minaj's brand And you shouldn't do anything To tarnish the brand of your, your, your woman in that way Well Offset responded And he responded with this I'm getting out of shit You know <laughs> 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 bro <laughs> We up and off jets Y'all didn't got that Yeah he was on his way to Colorado To see uh, uh, Deion Sanders uh, And his team play Why people don't want to grow up like, what, like, what's wrong with growing up? Like, what's wrong with growing up and acting like a goddamn adult? Acting like you, you know, you actually care for other little souls out here. We fathers, man. Well, see, this is the thing. I mean, we all have differences, right? We could have differences with somebody, but it's how you handle the difference. Uh, but, you know, going to the middle of Manhattan and recording it and then telling everybody you're recording it, it's, not, it's, it's nothing ever comes good of it. Because if anything ever happens to any of those people, Offset or anybody else, who are they going to go to first? Absolutely. I mean, who are they going to go to first? Muhammad Ali said a man who thinks the same way at 50 that they did at 20 wasted 30 years of their life. Why are brothers still wasting their life in this way? And once again, have some respect for your wife, your woman. Like, she's a brand. Mm -hmm. No? She's a, she's a brand. Whatever you do... You know, uh, is an extension of, of of her brand. Don't do anything to tarnish her brand. All right. Don't make her look corny. And that is your rumor report. All right? That's very corny. People's Choice mixes up next. 800-585-1051. Get your request in. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, I just got to say salute. Again, salute to everybody that came out this weekend. I hosted an advanced screening of Paw Patrol for all the first responders and their families. Uh, it comes out September 29th, uh, Saturday 29th, Saturday, September 29th, I should say. And I just want to say salute again to everybody that came out. Me and my family, we hosted it. We had a great time. It was at the Magic Johnson Theater in Harlem. So I just want to say thank you again for everybody that came out and salute again to all the first responders that got a chance to check out that movie early. Okay, so check out Paw Patrol. All right. And also the HBCU Classic, which was this weekend, had a great time. Shout out to all the schools that came out, uh, fraternities, sororities. It was just a great event. So I just want to say salute, and I can't wait to see that back in New York City. Got a chance to see a, a, a bunch of uh, step shows and band performances. Big Daddy Kane performed at halftime. Uh, they had financial literacy panels and career days. So, again, salute to everybody that was a part of that HBCU NY Classic. Albert, what up? Appreciate you as well. What you did this weekend, Charlotte? Uh, I went apple picking. I was on the couch with the kids and I went apple picking. That's what I did this weekend. Okay. I like to sit my ass down. Y'all be too mixy for no damn reason. Mm. Okay. All right. You said too mixy. You just took the kids out. Damn, too mixy. Oh, I took I took my daughter to iFly too. I thought that was pretty dope. She enjoyed that iFly. If you give it get a chance, it makes you feel like you're uh, I guess like skydiving. But anyway, it was it was pretty dope. 
But anyway, when we come back, positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here, Charlemagne. You got a positive note? I do, but I also want to tell people, man, uh, make sure I see you Saturday, October 7th at my third annual Mental Wealth Expo. It is happening from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. Go to mentalwealthexpo.com for more information. It is a day of mental health uh, education and healing. I bring together a bunch of panels. Uh, full of therapists and psychiatrists and mental health experts and mental health advocates. And we just have a day, you know, of uh, mental health education and uh, any, for anybody who wants to get started on their healing journey. So we'll see you Saturday, October 7th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. It is a free event. Free, 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 free. All you got to do is go to mentalwealthexpo.com for more information. Now, the positive note is simply this. Let's stop assuming because someone is older that they are mature. Maturity clearly comes with self-awareness and growth, not age. Breakfast club, bitches! State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply